Aloha. Hello. Weekly bash of podcasts. Weekly bash? Maybe that's not the right word. I don't know. Weekly roundup. Weekly... Don't digest. <laughs> like Reader's <laughs> Digest for old people. So, hello everybody. We uh, were on the old Bruce trail today. We did a bit of a revisit. Back up on Brucey babes. So, I guess we were close to Vineland, and it's Kinsman Park is the proper place where you actually park, I believe. Which I think is a place in Sault Ste. Marie, too. Just to say, that is where I'm from. I guess, is Kinsman... I wonder if that's got, like, some kind of military... Let me guess, it's probably someone from England. I didn't think that, actually. I didn't think (laughs) it sounded like that, but... Um, There's always some British tie, and you're usually correct. Yeah, normally, but I didn't think that on this occasion, so... Oh, okay. Well, anyways. So we've been here before, but we did a bit of a revisit today, and we explored a few more of the kind of more intricate trails. There's a, there's like a, a plethora of downhill trails, like mini mini rampage lines i guess like rock drops and wooden features and things mini rampage yeah that's a pretty good way to put it um they're quite steep and not insignificant and it was frozen and icy today so not rideable but we were just looking at when we probably revisit in the spring um it's funny for once we were actually there when it wasn't muddy and wet yeah every time we've been here it's been raining like yeah. last year so- uh even over the winter, so... Well, we're still in the winter, but over the Christmas time. Well, just to say, it was a different experience there today. And, I mean, I guess that's a good reason to revisit any places, because you do have different experiences in different seasons, and even same season, but just different weather. Yeah, that's true. Because it was quite a different experience today. (laughs) So, if you park on Frost Road, uh, if you look on Trail Forks, there's a P. If you go to the P, it doesn't actually take you to the car park. It stops beforehand where the like the trail crosses. Um, anyway, we went in where we normally go in today, which is I think the trail's called the trail's called Out from Kinsman. It's a green. I would say nothing in there is particularly easy as a green. Like it's not terrible, but it's not. The greens have got some rock in them, haven't they? No doubt. And roots. And Actually, I meant to ask you. I was trying to to shout out to you. There was a bird uh, on our way in that had a, quite an unusual calling. Yeah, I kept hearing. There yeah. was one that was... Do you was, know what it was? Well, there was one making a weird call that turned out to be a blue jay, which was a surprise, which I don't know if it's its mating call as it spring is next week because it's 10 degrees. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's what that was, but I don't know what the other one was. There was a few birds making weird calls, to, or not weird for them, but weird for me. <laughs> and side note, this is, I think, quite a great place to do some bird viewing uh, bird watching, bird sighting. Yeah, you're high up. If you're into it. Um, and actually, we, not here, but a couple of other places we've been recently, including close, you know, the Harry Gord, the quarry near the Harry Gord, which we've mentioned. We've seen a golden eagle flying over there yesterday, which was quite a cool experience. Quite spectacular and, yeah, quite a treat. In the wind and the snow. The old American bald eagle. I mean, 
he came pretty darn close too, like right over our heads. It was. I don't think he saw us to start with, and then he did, and then he kind of climbed cruised high, off, didn't he? Uh, off on over more on top of the quarry. He was wrestling with that wind too. Yeah, was he was. It was not easy. Seriously windy yesterday, and almost no wind today. No, it was uh, still today. So. Yeah, just on this then, if you get on Trail Forks and then you get on out from Kinsman, which is what we've been doing previously, we dip into the blue, um, which I think is the wall, and then kind of pick our way down towards the um, escarpment. And then if you stay on the mountain bike trails, which is easier said than done, but if you stay on the mountain bike trails, they're all fairly rideable. Even the blacks aren't terrible, but you... Every time we've done this, we've found ourselves on the walking trail. And the walking trail is... A lot of people do go on their own bikes, but it's hard, isn't it? It's very up, down. You just you just can't ride it, really. It's too... What's the word? Too many, like, step up, step down. Like, Little obstacles in the way. Where that's... your front wheel gets stuck and then your back wheel doesn't. And, and it's actually... When you just look at trail forks, even our last excursion there, not this one... You know, when we go off down some of these trails, we've ended up on here, which is the walking trail, which is what I'm saying, the actual Bruce Trail. Mm -hmm. And this is the one we were trying to get on, which was this Ember Bridge Trail. You remember we had a conversation about, oh, whether that was harder or not. And actually, today, when we walked on it, I realized it's a bit up and down, but it's easier than the walking yeah, I do see what you're trying to say. And it is, well, I mean, I guess maybe just quite simply put... That one is built for two wheels and the other is built for walking. Yeah. And so even though maybe it's flatter um, or who knows, there's just more. That's why I tried to say maybe there's just more obstacles or things in the way that prevent you from going on two wheels smoothly or. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm also butchering what I'm trying to no, say. No, I, but I think that's, you know, I think that's true. And I don't. It's not built for mountain bike, whereas I guess the mountain bike trails are. Yeah, I think that's, you know, I think that's absolutely right. And then the thing with this as well is that you have two little trail systems. So you have the one close to where you may have parked, which is around that frost road area. And then you go, you can spend a bit of time in there on those black downhills. And actually the local council have been super kind to the mountain bikers. I don't think they did it for this, but what there is is a bridge uh, no, there isn't. There is a... Is it a bridge? No, it's a set of steps, isn't it? It's like stairs. Oh, the steel ones. There's a set of steel stairs, and they've put a <laughs> bike ramp on the side so you can push your bike up. And if you look on Trail Forks when you're there, you'll see there's maybe four or five black downs, which all go to like a blue that sort of runs, I think there's five in total. So you can ride the downhill, and then you can go along a blue trail back up the stairs and then go along again and there's a red and then there's a number of blacks and they each get progressively more difficult i think which we did do we did in fact yes. not this time around but i think pre jessica injury uh and, and you I... shouted at me did I? why <laughs> for filming you coming down one oh yeah that one <laughs> i wasn't ready i think it was at the very beginning of the ride and i mean you know classic of the bruce trail you just launch right into it there's no little warm-up dawdling happening you kind of no you're straight into big rock step down step up yeah and, yeah like you're straight into tricky Tra um cr 
what do you call them? Crotch killers. Crotch killers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, anyways, that was just to say I had never seen one of these set of steps with the ramp along the side, and it was quite sweet. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. And then you you do that section, and then you kind of go on to a nice easy green, although there is a river crossing that can be a bit tricky. <laughs> um you cross a road which is quarry road and then you join another set of trails which is not as extensive but it's longer and there's like there's a trail in there called dump run which goes past a litter dump where there's loads of like old fridges and stuff which is a bit bizarre but that set of trails in there is actually a bit better if it's dry um there's a lot more blues and the red in there you can actually do a bit easier should you end up on it and then if you keep going which we've done before so you stay on the blues and then the green and then you get on a little black called bone shaker and then there's a river crossing trail the red walking path then becomes a red solid which is called uh megalomaniac traverse and then that kind of just ends up coming out onto cherry avenue which is kind of the end of the the riding so it's like when we did the whole thing it's a good I don't know four hours maybe it's not nothing and it's intricate and yeah and technical Um, it's not a beginner spot though I would say I would not say so no (laughs) and not to say uh, not to say that you couldn't give it a whirl and that section further over to the east like as Jamie was just saying, once you cross over the road where there's that sort of uh, long blue. Yeah. That could be a little bit more beginner, could it not? Yeah, but I mean, I think the f- thing with this is, like, on a dry summer day. Right. When you've had three weeks of no rain, I think all the blues and the greens are fine. Because the rock's dry and grippy, and it's they are a little, quite grippy. little bit intimidating, but it's okay. I think on a a damp early spring, late autumn day, game changer. It's, it's and even the greens become blue, just difficult, or black, and you need to kind of know where you are because not only is the root are the roots slippery, but the rock is slippery, and then you get like that slippery leaf surface on top and then you also get like a weird slippery mud on top and the landowner there is cool i mean he lets everybody on their horses motorcycles side by sides but the bits that they've been on they're even more slippery because they just leave like a coating of slippery mud on there it's not their fault but when you then come along on your mountain bike it just fills your tread up and then it's like slick as you like so it in all the places we talk about where you can go if you're a beginner, you can you can go for sure, but just go into it with your eyes open. And I think that that's a pretty darn accurate um, piece of the puzzle there, yeah. is that the weather in this, in this location will completely, well, as I started at the beginning, will completely change your experience at this place. Yeah, and today it was a bit snowy, actually, which was a different kind of condition and frozen and that would be a whole other set of tricky challenges i think so yeah it's a cool place though if you're if you were visiting the niagara region and you wanted to go mountain biking somewhere i would pick this place one way or another because 
the view from the escarpment is definitely worth the effort, even if you have to walk some of it. It's it's a cool view, and you feel it's, exposed to the world. <laughs> it's totally gorgeous, and not just the views, like the actual, just the woods are them themselves, and the rock, and the moss, and you know being in there is quite magical um and then yeah you're right the views on top of it and it's it's you know it's a real adventure through there for sure i think as well it's a good place to personally i would like to go back on a summer's evening when we're down here now so i could see it being a good place to go and session some of those features and learn some of those areas a bit better I also think there's a build potential in there so and I don't mean massive like construction but there are some like rock wall areas where you could definitely build some features to practice doing drop offs or step ups um, on your own like away from everybody and yeah I do think if you I don't know if you've got a plan to out to Quebec planned and you've not ridden on rock before going in session in all those little black short downhills for a day would be exhausting by the time you walk back up the steps 500 times <laughs> but it, it would help your riding actually a lot because it is it's technical enough and intricate enough I think absolutely um, so yeah it's a place that I'm fond of I just feel like I need to get to know it a bit better I think well and it's funny we were kind of just talking a bit earlier about how you're now on the topic of you know this being a place that you'd like to return to and session uh practice at yeah. repeat you know ride over and over certain certain features or certain parts or the whole darn thing we probably will but this is actually quite unique for the way well the way that we sort of roll is that we generally like to go to different places as often as possible and um you know it came up in conversation earlier that it was so foreign to me to hear someone say you know especially if if you don't know the trail <laughs> you never know the and, trail <laughs> yeah it made me stop and think for a minute that like that is just that's completely I don't ever know the trail it's complete opposite of the way that we uh my thinking and the and what I'm used to is I might every now and again remember like because of course we go to places more than once but never enough that I've gotten to know a trail or yeah the the network of trails or been familiar like that I remember certain things maybe the odd that tree or the- yeah I mean I think you said at some point on a YouTube video or something, but like when we went to Centennial, I took you there. And then because Centennial was my evening ride when you were doing other things, twice a week sometimes I would go and then we would then go at a weekend occasionally and you were like, wait up not on purpose but I would just leave you because I'd learn you learn it right yeah and and I guess for me I'm without talking about the the past but I mean I I did spend a lot of time racing somewhere different often and you get like four or five practice runs and then ride it so by the time you hit the actual race run you've ridden it four or five times but even so I'm for me, I was always used to turning up at a new place and riding, so I find it more interesting. But I'm also, I guess, well aware of my own ability or lack of, so therefore that's why I like to 
also pick a couple of places to learn because then I can start to practice things I need to practice. Yeah. Because there's so, a lot of things I still need to practice. Yeah. Oh, you do. I do. Um, anyways, it was just a little bit of an interesting thing that hit me today and has hit me before and will probably hit me again. Uh, it's... Yeah, I think it makes sense, though. I think it's, you know, you're... I mean, in a way, you sort of say you're spoilt because you ride so many different places. But I guess, you know, it depends what you want out of it, right? Like, so we're into the adventure of it and finding edibles and exploring new places and revisiting places as well that are nice, like this place. I mean, nice is such a rubbish word, but but revisiting the places that we Enjoyed. like and enjoy. And, and I there's... There's something else I was going to mention about seasons, which I'll talk about in a second. But but I think, you know, it depends what you want out of it. I'm not bothered about learning a place just to be fast in front of my friends. I'd rather go to 10 different places and be slow at all 10 and have a different experience each time. I mean, it's, you know, um, yeah, that's my opinion. Yes, and I was not at all trying to say that there's something better or worse no. about one or the other. And, of course, there's pros and cons to one or the other. Um, but It's just a different perspective, that's all. Just a different perspective. And I suppose it's just to say that maybe now I am going to get a little bit more acquainted with uh, at least this place. Because we, we really like this place. And I do see us going quite often so maybe this summer i will get to know <laughs> and remember a few of the bends and bumps and roots and rocks at this joint so i had a thought of something i've wanted to do for a long time and never got round to and What's it does that? require a commitment um so and this could be the place to do it i've always fancied videoing we have gopros which we don't use very often i mean if you look at our youtube channel there's like a lot of the podcasts are up there with no video but there's the odd video on our podcast channel as i was mentioning um so we have a youtube channel which is for the podcast uh but what i was actually thinking this could be the place to record a like short four minute video each season on the same trail so so pick a couple of the like pick one of the downhills and one of the blues that we know well and then each season when the leaves come out ride it in the middle of summer ride it in the autumn ride it and then in the winter ride it and just build and then i'll post them each time and then at the end i'll just put all four together so you could have the same trail over four different seasons that was just a thought i'd have that would be a sweet little video you do have great ideas for, well, number one, I wanted to say, actually, that you are very good at making commitments, uh, <laughs> so that would not be out of the realm of possibility for you, and number two is that you always have great ideas for creative little short videos. Yeah, I've tried to. I mean, you know, I uh, just keep it interesting. You're a bit crafty that way, I must <laughs> it's say. It's my only creative outlet these days. Nah. Um, and then the other thing I was just going to mention as well... Well, I was going to get Jessica to talk about it, actually. Actually, I'm not done with the last thing okay, about sorry. the videos. Okay, sorry. Carry on. Because I did just... I kind of wanted to 
open that up to an invitation or maybe just to plant a little seed for other people is to um, I know not everybody has access to a GoPro, but you don't need a GoPro. Telephone I mean, is fine. A telephone is just fine, too. You could probably make a... Well, not you probably. You can make a pretty cool little video and have some fun with that. little short video. There's a lot of different things you could do out there. So I'm just planting that for any youngsters out there. And I know that we might uh, we might even have a little contest at some point yeah, we, we might. in the future. I'll, you're normally the one planting the teasers. I'll plant that one. Well, I think, yeah, just on the video thing, I think there's been a bit of bit of uh, main media criticism of people videoing slow rides down things or something. Whatever. The, there was a bit of a, you know, somebody was saying only professionals should record videos or something. Um, mm. Anyway, whatever. And yes, professionals should, and influencers and all of that. Whatever, I don't care. We don't care at all. I really don't care. But what do you I, care, Jamie? No. But what I do think is that, and this is this is not meant to be depressing. But what I do think is that um, as life moves on and you get older, and people in your life pass away or disappear or move on if you've got videos of riding with your friends that you can go back and look at in 30 or 40 years time even if you're not riding anymore or even if it's your kids going to look at them trust me those things are valuable invaluable so, so that stupid two minute edio it stupid two minute edit of somebody riding into a snowdrift or off a cliff or <laughs> through a waterfall or whatever it is that you Face know planting off a skinny in the yeah, snow <laughs> doesn't matter what it is they're the things that you're going to look back on and treasure in years to come and it and I would never and I did a photography degree and I would never have thought those things were as important as I do now so that was the kind of I didn't mean to be serious but if you've got a camera, video it. Just video it and just stick it on the iCloud or save it on your computer and do something with it sometime. There's no rush, right? So. Sid thinks so. Sid thinks so. She approves. We always have one cat joining in. Oh, yeah. So the other thing I was going to talk about was Jessica's woodland furniture business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep spotting. My eyes are really... Since maybe because we're out of sort of you know any kind of peak or exciting or action-packed mushroom season here my eyes are now a little dialed into not mushrooms but logs and wood off cuts <laughs> and uh so we were cruising along in the car the other day and somebody freshly <laughs> sliced up and butchered a a nice what did you say oak I think it's an oak tree yeah a nice old oak tree huge in a cemetery and I said pull over and yeah we selected a nice cut yeah when it dries out I think we'll probably seal it because it's got a bit of kind of rot in it but it looks it looks cool the way it's kind of it's an interesting shape too and I mean it was it's a good size yeah it's not it took two of us not light so (laughs) And then we also have a we have a log on our kitchen. Oh, don't even get started with the list of items we have here and there and everywhere and silver birch 
way taller than you and logs and yeah we don't have ornaments really we have bits of tree it's good because then when the cats knock them off they don't get destroyed yeah have at her eh (laughs) so yeah I did just want to mention that do you have anything else you'd like to add get lost